This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yo, welcome back, good folks, family. All right, so... Uh, we got your cousin Levon, your Uncle Jet, and your dirty ass motherfucking stepdaddy Don. Yeah, they dip him down. <laughs> he done got all the dirty shit out the way. Thank you. Uh, so we were just about to talk about the fight last night. Um, Adesanya and Whitaker too. Yeah. How was it? Because I I looked up to see who won, and apparently there was some controversy there. There wasn't much. I, I don't know of any controversy. Yeah, the crowd was... was booing their ass off uh, when Izzy was talking. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, I was. Uh, he I just remember the fight. Yeah, the, oh, yeah he's cocky out. Yeah, but they were in his favor in the beginning of the fight. You hear people like chanting for him and stuff. And then at the end, because I guess Whitaker felt like he gave it his all. And they like, did you do enough to, you know, think you win? First off, why the fuck is Cormier the announcer? Like, what the fuck? He's a UFC legend. Uh, allegedly, Joe Rogan was supposed to be there, but he had a scheduling conflict. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, okay. But, I, uh, I don't, I mean, DC knows his shit, though. He, he actually, as a ring announcer, yes. I love hearing him as a announcer and stuff like that. Him inside the ring, I don't know. I mean, he didn't do a bad job, but I was just wondering. Because every time yeah. I see him, I just keep seeing John Jones telling him, like, he fucked him up off of coke. So I, I can't get that <laughs> shit off my head. Like, a motherfucker tell you, I whooped your ass coming off a of coke bench? Bro, that's some wild shit. That's not wild. It's very believable. Oh, no. It's it's still wild. I would have like, that's why you beat Have me. you come off you a drunken bench? <laughs> no, no. Have you come off a drunken bitch? I know we have. We're like, we're the whole week where you're like, fuck. I mean, <laughs> how many bottles of Crown do we got left? <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah. Usually, usually Coke goes hand in hand with drinking. It's, it's, so it don't feel good. I mean, you don't I feel like you can whoop a nigga's ass. Though. They're opposites. No, they are opposites. But, yeah, but you like, drink a lot lots. more when you're on Coke, and the next day you're like. Cause yeah, because yeah, the coke is keeping you, you up. You're not whooping nobody's ass, I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> you're fucking going through withdrawals. You're <laughs> doing good to fight your way out of bed. Like, ah, get these <laughs> fucking sheets off me. <laughs> Foot get caught. <laughs> but you know, if he was doing coke before the fight, yeah, I'm sure he, he probably did some lines before the fight to get him up. Probably. You would have to. No, I don't think so. Because just because of USADA, like they're going to come in and test. Yeah. Coke only stays in your system for three days. So I've heard. And <laughs> so he was probably doing it three days, like three days out mm. so that he didn't piss hot. Yeah. Which is still like, like coming off of shrooms made me feel like shit. Like, and I only yeah. did on one day. And then the next day I was sitting at work and I'm not lying. I was sitting at work under a blanket. Like, just like, just leave me alone. Thank God it's Christmas. Nobody's working. I was under. Well, we drank a lot too. We drank a hell of a lot. Drugs. Yeah, we did. Um, we drank until like four in the morning and I was at work at eight. Mm. Yeah, it was rough. Fun times. Fun oh times. man. Best fucking Christmas Eve ever. <laughs> we gonna do it but, again this Christmas? Well, fuck you. Fuck you. I'll watch you. No, you gotta, you know, you gotta. Nah. Come on now. You gotta nah. join it. Austin if, already. If we're to- there, if we're there, 
there in that house and it's Christmas Eve, fuck that. <laughs> if we if we not there, no. Call Austin, we'll make a thing of it. Bro, this no oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit, you trying to call reinforcement. That motherfucker. Oh. But all right, we got off on tangent again. So <laughs> the fight, how was it, Donnie? Because you the only one to watch. Do you feel it went the right way? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um uh, I don't even think Whitaker hit Izzy, I don't know, maybe thirty times throughout the whole fight. Jesus Christ, for real. I mean it was matter of fact, the whole main card was really good. Well, apparently the whoever the runner up is, he's supposed to be fighting next. Uh the fought on that card. Oh, um what's his name? Green? Something like that. He called him out at the end of it. But Green he said he was like, Hey, we ain't got no pay per view for June. He said, So I'm gonna be pissing in his cage neck. His exact word. His exact I, word. But I think Green is we think because I can't remember if Izzy's a heavyweight or a light heavyweight. I think he's no, he's, he's not, middleweight. He's a middleweight. He's middleweight. Yeah, he's a middleweight. Yeah, he's and I think Green though is heavyweight. It was somebody. It wasn't. It wasn't the fight before his. It was the fight before that one. There, whoever it was, they're lightweight or middleweight. I'm sorry. A middleweight. Uh oh, Cannoneer. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was. He's a bad motherfucker. But I don't yeah. see him fucking with Izzy. Well, that's the thing though. Izzy's where John Jones was when it was um uh lightweight. It, I mean, like heavyweight, because um, John Jones, nobody in, I mean, nobody could fuck with him. After he defended the belt those four times against the big names, it was like, who else is really going to fuck with him? No, well, he went he went from light heavyweight up to heavyweight, didn't he? No, he never jumped up to heavyweight. He got in trouble. He got arrested. He got, he got, uh, he got, he got yeah. arrested. That's right. Yeah. I think he was planning on going up he to was, heavyweight. Yeah. And he, then... he did, and I think they had a fight. I think they had they a had fight. A, yeah, and he fucked up. He got popped. <laughs> he that was the up. first time he got, no, no, no. That was the first time he got arrested for drunk driving. Yeah. And mm. then after that, he got, he popped for cocaine. And then after that, he got fucked up for drunk driving again and then popped for cocaine again. Imagine being his coach. Oh, man. You got the greatest fighter probably ever. Ever. In the UFC. Ever. Yeah. And then just get like, and you just got to say, hey, just stay sober till after the fight. We go yeah. hard after the fight. I think. Bro, he can't get out of his own way. No. But, he, but I then, mean, he's still a legend, then, but he could have been like, immortal. he could have ran. He, he could have been a fucking UFC. Oh, yeah. Why he was alive. He could have so. been like Anderson Silva. He would have yes. transcended Anderson Silva. Yeah, no, fact. Because, I mean, I, I I feel like he was close to walking away anyway. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah, but Silva still has like the most, I think the longest win streak yeah. or the most. The not, he's it's the he, he's got a couple, defense. like a couple of records. Yeah, longest title defend. Um, is about. Longest that. win streak. Izzy's going to take that title. Defense. He's going to take that one. Um, Probably. I'm trying to think. And then, uh, shit, there's something else. Because they were showing Anderson Silver today, or today or yesterday, talking about what title, what type of accolades he had. But um, they're going to set that up because John Jones wants Izzy. He wants Izzy because he sees the, he's like, oh, that's that me. Cause that I don't know. Me. I don't know if John Jones is going to be able to get back into the UFC because he just got arrested a couple months ago. God damn. Again, for hitting his girl, I think. Like, I think it was domestic abuse, domestic violence, whatever. He will. In a hotel. Dana, I guarantee Dana will set up. And what happened is probably he'll let him freelance instead of being sanctioned by the UFC and now keep Izzy on the card. Kind of like what they did with Conor and um, Floyd where UFC got bred, but it wasn't a UFC sanctioned fight. So they'll let him fight. It won't be a title match well, or see, shit like that. That was like a that. boxing match. This would be actually yeah. He's going to have right. to find at least a fight contract. Right, but they, they'll do some, some okie doke <clears throat> shit. That is going to be, that would be the biggest fight, the 
we have seen. I guarantee. They would, but the only way it's going to happen, Izzy would have to call him. Izzy, him and Izzy's already traded back and forth. But that's before all the... Now Izzy would No, have no, no. That Izzy was during the legal troubles. That was just two years ago. No, no but I'm saying now. Now. Oh, now? Oh, now. yeah, 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 yeah. He would have to yeah. call him out now and be yeah. like, because Dana's not going to say, we, I want this fight to happen. He will. I think that was what Izzy was trying to do when he went up to light heavy. Um, Even though he lost, it was like, dude basically sat on him most of the match. And, you know, that's a lot of weight when you're moving up from 185. Well, who did he fight? Was that Jan? I can't did think he... of the name. But he lost, but everybody, you know. It that's went... like his last loss. Like yeah, his last and it went fight. to the That's his only loss. His own, yeah, and it went to decision. And the only reason it went to decisions because dude couldn't, he could knock Izzy out. He couldn't tap him. And so it was a lot of weight, a lot of punches coming to him that had a different weight. But I think that's what helped him out against Whitaker this time because against Whitaker, um, first off, Izzy called Whitaker back out. Whitaker didn't even call Izzy out, but it's like, who else he's going to fight? He already took out Romero, and I'm pretty sure Izzy don't want to see Romero again. I still think that he needs to do a rematch because that was what? That was the shortest he had ever thrown. What? Oh, he did he lose to you? Romero? No, he won, but remember that was the match where they just danced for like fucking three matches? Three rounds? <laughs> yeah, like they just fucking went around the ring fucking just prancing and shit, showing off each other's underwear. That was a very disappointing. I figure if he calls him out again, that'll be a good one if they really go in on each other. But other than you got that, the fight before Izzy, Derek Green, I mean, uh, uh, Derek Lewis. Yeah, how was that? That was, yeah, knocked out. That was Lewis heavy, got right? knocked the fuck out, fell flat on his face. Who did? Yeah, Derek. Lewis. That's the dude that came. He made a name for himself. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, Joe Rogan asked him. This was way back. My he's balls like, is how hot. you feeling? <laughs> My balls is hot. <laughs> so he lost in his hometown again. Again. Ooh. But that big dude that he was fighting, though, that, what is he, Samoan or some shit? Uh, I think he's from New Zealand or Something. Australia. That's a big mo, bro. He is a big dude. And he has the most knockouts in UFC. No, no, no. Oh, Derek Lewis. Oh, Derek Lewis had it? He has the most. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the other way around. Oh, shit. Damn, boy. Houston is not going to claim that nigga no more. <laughs> yeah, they will. No, the fuck they won't. They like, you lost twice, nigga? That's twice? That's Who's still trying to see him in the ring? Uh, Me. <laughs> <laughs> Like apparently anybody. This nigga, oh, you talking about trying to see him? See him? And I thought you meant who's trying to see him fight? Like no. I want to see him fight. Oh, see, no, he's I'm fun to like, watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he got a glass jaw now, mm. bro. That's twice. Twice. That's twice. Twice. That's twice when it counts. We ain't talking about no regular ass match. That's twice when it counts. First match was a title match. Second match was a wasn't it was contender? This was one. it number one contender? Right? Was it title or number one contender? Uh, I don't think it's number one contender. One title. It was title. No, was it wasn't title. Then it was probably no. for number one contender then. Yeah, I think he lost the first fight was for the number one contender. No, the first match, the first time. The first one was for for the belt. Yes. No, yeah. This one, I don't think it was. It was there. number one contender then. I don't think it was. It's for number one contender because this is a big one. Let's see what the rankings is at. Because um, whatever dude's name is, he's up. They're like They were talking about him not having the title yet. So it must be number one contender. No. He won. He's not even in the top three. Oh, he will be after this match. Uh, no, Derrick Lewis four. Okay. And oh boy is eight. Well, so this he'll move up, up some spot. But okay. So what number one? Who who has the belt right now? Ngannou. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's and right. I forgot about that. Ooh. Ain't nobody <laughs> trying to see that man. Oh shit. Miocic. I think he's the only one who got a chance to beat him in that division. Really. Uh, he done beat Stipe. He did. Oh shit. So nobody has a chance in that division. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's a uh, rough. 
That's a scary brother, man. Yeah, that's ooh, god damn, boy. It's a stacked division, but well, yeah. we'll see. All right, so today, people, uh, we're not talking about UFC. It was just some uh, some updates we were talking about. We're gonna talk about this new, I guess it's a limited series podcast called the MLK Tape. Um, I haven't listened yet, but um, Donnie and Levon, they have. Have you finished it, Levon? Yeah. Okay. So, um, is this a limited series? Yeah, I think they at the beginning they said they had twelve episodes planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now it's only six out, so I don't know if they're still mm-hmm. doing more. Okay. It seems from the six I listened to, I don't really don't know what they would have for another six. Yeah, episodes. I don't know where else they can go. They but... pretty much explain the whole story. Okay. So I mean, unless there's more information that they they got on Probably. it. Probably. I mean, if if it is like what from what it sounded like on oh. from the tape, they got pretty extensive information. Okay, so let's let's start at the beginning. What is the MLK tapes about? Is uh. What? His assassination or murder? <laughs> well, what they did was back in like 94, I think. It was back in the 90s. HBO held a mock trial for, um, shit, what's his name? Uh, not, Lee Harvey Oswald? No. Not <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. That was Kennedy. Um, oh, that was my bad. Why can't I think of his name? I know I can't. Uh, I can't. This, I've brought a blank with his name too. Uh, it was uh, okay. anyway. Why? Yeah. Why he's trying to find it? Go ahead. They held a mock trial and brought out all the. You know, it was set up like a real trial. It yeah. was a. Uh, you know, they picked a jury. They had lawyers. They had an actual judge. Uh, I think. It, I'm not mistaken. I think it was Judge Joe Brown was the one who presided over the mock trial. Um, but what this podcast did was went back and looked at all the evidence that they presented in that mock trial and they're just, they're kind of breaking down the evidence piece by piece. And in that trial, a lot of people don't know in that trial, um, whatever his name is. Yeah. He's looking at, uh, Keep going. he was found not guilty. James Earl Ray. There you go. James Earl Ray. There you go. Uh, but he was found not guilty. Right. And I, I don't know if you remember, sometime in the 2000s, uh, MLK's family sued the federal government in criminal court, and the government was found not, was found guilty of uh, basically conspiring to, to kill oh, shit. Martin Luther that. King. Okay. But that's one of the things, and for anybody who wants to listen to it, it's an iHeartRadio podcast. It's very good. Um, both both of those trials, even the, the one from the 90s, they went like the press was told not to cover it. Don't talk about it. Really? So, yeah. So most people don't even know. I didn't know about it until I started listening to it. Um, same thing with the, the criminal trial against the government. I read about it in the press, but it was like it wasn't blown up like it should have been. Like, that should have been major news. Right. Instead, it was just like a little little article here. Like, oh, yeah, this. So this happened today. And then it was swept under the rug. And according to the podcast, that was done intentionally by the government. I can believe it. I mean, the government covered up fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma. So yeah, but that was a long time. I mean, they did. Yeah, but that was that was back. Like, I guess in the '90s, we didn't have the internet and shit, so it wasn't everywhere. But in the 2000s, you know, we had the internet. You would have thought it would have been plastered all over all yeah, over the but, web, but it really wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about the government. The motherfuckers can cover up your death if they want to. <laughs> right now, we could be watching it. The motherfuckers would be like, you know, we got people watching y'all we're gonna take him away and you didn't see shit and I'm like all right i think that's a big thing too because even when the whole dr k situation was they were watching yeah all the stuff he was doing mm-hmm. to me anytime the government's watching you you're 
on the hit list. Oh yeah, they're just waiting on you. Go ahead and make a wrong move. Yeah, and uh, we can we gonna go ahead and start over. Yeah, low key, I think that's what's happening. And this is my tinfoil hat. You know, even though he's not a black leader, I think that's what's happening with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is extremely influential. True. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole thing with Joe Rogan, I personally, the way I I think it's more, it's less the government and more of the like the media is trying to take the focus away from something else that's going on. Yeah, but who can don't know what it is, but they're trying to cover something else up by blasting Joe Rogan all over the place. It is, I agree, it is a hit piece though. Who controls the media? Uh, I mean, if they don't want it out there, it ain't gonna be out, you know. But I mean, what so on the MLK tapes, how does it start off? It just jumps right into the trial. Uh, it starts off with them talking about, uh, hey, you know, most people don't know this, but back in 94, this is what happened. Uh, they had this mock trial, and so they and they kind of lay it out like, so we're you know, we're gonna dive into the evidence from that trial. Uh, I think the first episode was about, uh, they were explaining why he was in in the first, one. okay, yeah, it was for a meeting, why right? it was for, it was for a, a conference, uh, no, it was for, yeah, it was for. He was doing a. They were doing a rally for. They were trying to build a, a union. union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just. And I guess they had planned a march initially, mm-hmm. but then you know, turn it on silent. The local politics back. I'm in that trying time, to. The, the local politics back in that time. They shut the rally down. Okay. You know, uh, the white cops in there like caused a bunch of commotion. They shut the rally down. Mm. So then some of the people who were like, hey, they asked them to come back, mm. and so he was like, yeah, I'll come back. And then that's when they got it. Bam. They was getting ready. You know, getting everything prepared. He was there for a couple of days and then got him. Damn. And I mean, they, how they break it down is so beautiful. And I don't know, it's eye, it's eye opening. It's crazy when yeah. you hear about all the all the moving pieces, like how that how it would have had to come together. Yeah. Like I would love to hear the actual real story, like someone there to hear yeah. how it all went down because it's got it's got it's something crazy. It's got to be crazy because I mean I don't think was it I can't remember was it planned or did he was just like hey we're gonna show up and go and put this together when we get out there. No, it was planned because he. Said they they were having a uh, like a rally, and he said he when they asked him about it, he said something you know, uh, how can I not stand for the people or something? So he planned it, like he planned on being there and planned on speaking. Uh, oh, bro, did you bro? <laughs> oh, he did. I was like. But a certain you, uh, you froze you froze for a second. So did you, you guys just like jump? But uh, he never stayed in a, a hotel with a balcony, okay. and he had he had booked a certain room that was like on the second floor, or first floor, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it got changed, oh. and they put him on a, a higher floor, which you know gives somebody a better vantage point. Right. And there was like he had an all black security detail that was usually with him, but for that day they sent him away somebody told him to go on oh. and well, there was like a an all-black uh fire department it was across the street and they were they told all them to go on what yeah no shit. they were able because they were talking about memphis they were like i guess around that time they were like you wanted to kill somebody memphis was the place to go do it at for some reason really and they were like they said it, what was it memphis was the uh not the murder capital like the homicide yeah it was like the, yeah, homicide, the homicide capital, capital of the country at that point. Damn. And so that was the, that was one of the or one of the theories was that like they wanted him to be in Memphis because 
because they're like it's a good place to get. Damn. And I guess uh, one of the cops who was a cop back then was like, he tell the cops because it was easy. He's like, I he 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 said he became a cop just because he knew something. Oh, no training, shit. no nothing. He was just like, hey, and the dude told him, hey, I come down Thursday. Damn. Went down Thursday. He said uh, I was riding in a patrol car with a pistol next day. Damn. That's crazy. That, but yeah. I mean, that was the place where a lot of lynchings and shit were happening. So, I mean, I can see that. Oh, it was crazy yeah. racist at the time because uh, they they play some audio of Judge Joe Brown. Like, I didn't know he was, I only knew him from TV. Yeah. I didn't know he was as significant as he was because he was the first black prosecutor in Memphis back I in the day. He yeah. said he went to a courtroom. The judge is talking to the jury and calls a defendant the nigger. Like, Damn. in court. Yeah. Wow. And there was another, there was a cop, uh, well, an ex-cop who came busting in the courtroom with a, a 357, waving it around. And the bailiffs got, were like ducking under the tables instead of trying to stop him wow. because he was like the ex-sheriff. And they said, if he pulls his gun out, somebody dies. And he came in the courtroom because somebody had been given a ticket. And he came in, he was like, which one of y'all or who told you guys to arrest my nigger? It was something wild like that. Like you, Memphis back then, was fucking wild. Okay. Well, jeez. Right. Yeah, they was getting it in. So as it as they went through the 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 trial and everything, did they go back and like to some other interviews or anything like that? Oh yeah, they had a lot of interviews. So uh, one of the major controversies was across the street was like the restaurant pub. Yeah. Right? And I guess that's where a lot of people and apparently a lot of cops was their hangout. Okay. And one of the the theories was they said the owner had a big heart. They were like he was either the shooter or he he they're like he know who shot. Oh. Sure. Because they said, what did they say? They originally they originally said the shot came from like outside somewhere. Yeah. But then they're like through like their investigators, they're like, no, the shot came from down below in the bushes. Right. One came and the angle was like it was in. And in the pub, there was this black girl I guess was working there. They interviewed her mm-hmm. and they're asking her about it. And you know she her story, you know, flip flops. But of course, she's I, you gotta understand. Yeah. That, you know she's at his mercy, white people mercy at this point. Right. So but oh, she was sleeping with the owner too. Oh yeah. This that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You, when you hear, if you listen to it and you hear her talk, I'm like, oh no, I, I don't know who. I'm not fucking. What? I'm not. She sound crazy. Like she was. She she embraced. She embraced her host. Oh shit. She did. Okay. She fully embraced it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm about <laughs> like yeah, I was sucking dick. Who cares? Well, <laughs> <laughs> she was telling the story, and they asked her like, "Hey, what happened?" She was yeah. like, "You know, I was working inside, and he just comes running in with his gun, runs by past me, and goes and breaks it down." What? She said it was still. She said the gun was still smoking. Still smoking. No. And she's like, he had dirt on his knees. And like, holy the, shit! This was the owner of the pub, and he on TV in like a, a live interview. He had, he confessed and said that he knew who the shooter was. He he started out saying he ain't no shit yeah. and then she was telling him she told um somebody in, in an interview it's you know they play the recording but he wanted her like when he came in this is her story okay uh when he came in he talks you know he's talking to her like look baby you don't want me to get in trouble like you don't want me to be hurt do you and she's like no baby of course not so she lied and said she ain't no shit Damn. but then later on she came out and was like yeah he came in with the smoking gun you know, and broke it down. I thought I'd turn this thing, put this on airplane mode. Goddamn Android users. <laughs> see, see, I, I, yo, you, we I, got one switch on our shit and that turns everything off. <laughs> Click. Fuck you. <laughs> And all yeah. them Apple eating bitches. That, they give you that one switch because Apple is made for people who don't know how to use things. From They're the like, bottom Look. of my heart, I mean. Wait, wait. 
didn't you just struggle to turn your shit on silent? I just turned the volume. I thought I turned the volume down. You, 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 you thought wrong. You thought wrong. I mean, that, that motherfucker still. Fuck, blink, blink. It's it's on airplane mode now. So hey, you gonna forget to turn that motherfucker back on later? Miss <laughs> Fifty yep, Calls. Uh, sure am. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she in the interview she tells uh, the reporter or I can't remember if it was in court or if if it was just an interview. But she tells whoever that he told her, "Hey, I want you to lie when they ask you and tell like say you overheard me talking to somebody on the phone and that <clears throat> this black." It was a black dude who used to live in town but had moved away long ago uh you know say that you heard me talking to him on the phone and then tell him that he gave me the gun he just ran by gave me the gun and took off and i broke it down and she's like nah i ain't doing that <laughs> and uh then after like after the shooting he came into a lot of money shut the bar down moved away oh shit oh that's crazy wow i i believe i think he was a spotter for the shooter he could have been i think he was a he spotter for the i don't think he, i don't think he was a shooter because they would have got him out of town that day oh yeah yeah they would got so. him out of town oh, that day yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not going to put something that important in the hands of an average joe yeah no they're going to be like all right bring in our best sniper mm-hmm. and we'll have this dude who was i think he was in the military and was like very proficient with guns but so yeah he may have been the spotter or he may have just been standing at the back door like was that he had, dirt, right. he had dirt on his knees so he was in he was he was there oh uh, he was true in. true I, that i'm like that nigga was a spotter they told him it's your job to get rid of the weapon and why did the shooter get away right damn and so they it's... tried to set up james Earl Ray. okay so that gun that old boy had uh-huh. was they didn't find it till later I don't, no, no, I don't think they ever found it they planted another okay so i guess james Earl Ray happened it was in town it was in town also okay and was staying at one of the place nearby and so they made up the whole story like oh yeah so he shot him from some bathroom window took the gun wrapped up the gun put the gun in a box and took box and placed box on the sidewalk and then uh, took off. That's the story that they ran with because yeah. it had his fingerprints on it. Right. So they were like, this is the murder weapon. This is a, this weapon fires that round. So, and it had his fingerprints on it. It's James. He going, wow. It took him, what did uh, they say, two weeks or two months to catch up? I can't remember. But in like episode, it's either episode two or three, they're like, okay, so why was James Earl Ray even in Memphis at the time? And he had gone to meet, his, to meet up with his brother to go somewhere. Canada. I can't remember. I think he's trying to was get it. Can- was no. it Canada? I think he's trying to get to Canada. I think he's trying to get some uh, some new passports or whatever to, and then go to Canada. Well, yeah, he linked up with somebody else. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, something Spanish, like Rodriguez or Carlos or some shit is the name he gave. But uh, that guy is like, yeah, I, I can get you papers. I just need you to do some, like, do a little work for me. And uh, he was a like a criminal. So he's like, uh, you know, I got you. I can get you some, I can get you a new passport and all this. Well, that dude told him to go, uh, to go buy a gun. He goes and the the owner, the guy who sold him the gun, the owner of the the gun gun shop, whatever. Mm. He he even said he said when James Earl Ray came in, he didn't know shit about guns. He was just like, I need a deer rifle. No. Yeah, and he's like, okay. So he sells him whatever rifle it was. Thirty No. Damn. Nah, it oh, was God. it was like a, a two seventy or something. Oh, at first like thirty out six. God damn. That was that's a that's a common deer rifle. Yeah, but like that's high power. Like yeah. you taking out a hell of a buck with that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So. <laughs> 
So he he buys his gun, and a couple days later, he comes back. He he takes it back, and the guy is like, "No, nah, this is the wrong gun." And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I don't you, like this. This is the wrong gun. Go get a different. Like, take this back. Get a different gun." So he takes it back and he's like oh this is a, the the gun shop owner confessed this like yeah he said it was the wrong gun so i sold him i think it was a 30 out six okay and then he goes back and does like okay this can this is the right one so wow they're trying to say that this guy who don't know shit about firearms right is a good enough shot to lay in a bush and shoot Fuck. dr martin luther king he don't even know how to adjust the sights well they were even talking about his past criminal history they're like he was the worst criminal ever <laughs> like even before and there was even nothing violent i think it was just stealing. oh so he was already a criminal so yeah because he was in jail they yeah were, so, okay so the theory was he was in jail when they were plotting to kill dr king so they were like we need a fall guy they were him as a fall guy Got him out of jail and was like boom now he's gonna end up bogging. wow and they were like what they were explaining it like one of the uh in in the mock trial was like he, he ain't look i talked to the man yeah. he ain't smart enough to do this damn they're like he, he not the, he ain't the sharpest tool because they were like he got caught he was trying to steal something and had high heel shoes and this nigga was trying to run from the cops and wait what you lying he, he was stole, i think he stole i think he stole high heel shoes or something he was oh trying to steal something and put on high heel shoes trying to run oh my when god I, I'm the judge and I heard that right away. I said, let what? that man go. Let get let that man go. <laughs> let, no. get, get him out. Get, let that man go. And then oh. like all the other crimes are like he stole five dollars. Oh, he stole eleven dollars from somebody. You know, yeah. <laughs> that man stole <laughs> tree fitting but, from me. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time he was only on parole when he got out or something. They're like, That's why would this man ain't trying to be around the cops? Yeah, like, why would he do something like shoot somebody? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Well, shit. So, all right. Not without giving too much more of the the podcast away, um, because I definitely I want to hear, but I know other people definitely are going to go check it out. Um, all in all, like, because uh, you guys said there are six episodes out right now, and it's supposed to be twelve. So basically, they got through all of this stuff that was sort of public. So now you think they're about to get into that real conspiracy shit? Like, here's a hidden Tupac interview type shit. Well, they they got into those things as well. Like they claim already. Oh, they explained it because one of the other things was uh, there was an issue with the bullet. Mm, so, okay. you know, when they performed the autopsy, yeah. they tried to find the bullet because they're like, all right, we can probably match the bullet's gun find, you know, who the gun belongs to. Right. And one of one of the guys that was performing the autopsy was like, when the body was brought in, he was like, as, as like a like one of the morticians, he get kind of excited. Mm. He's like, when you felt the bullet, you could feel the bullet under his skin, it felt like a still intact bullet. So they're like, cool, when we remove the bullet, we'll be able, if we can test yeah. it. This is a good bullet to actually, okay. when it when they came out in the mock trial, the bullet that they had was in frag. Huh. So then they were like, so they were asking like the people who were there, like, yeah. this was this big bullet? They're like, hell no. It was a whole bullet that we pulled out. Oh, shit. And they're like, I don't know what that is, but they're like, this bullet is different. And then Judge Joe Brown, OG, certified gangster. <laughs> don't ever test this man. Do uh, not test that man's gangster. He... I don't want to give too much away though. Uh, let's just let's just say they tried to set Judge Joe Brown up. What? Yeah. Because what he did, he's like, okay, they reconstructed the bullet. And you know how you can test the, the markings on a bullet to see if it's fired from a particular gun. Right. So he's like, look, we've got the bullet, mm-hmm. we've got the gun, so let's test it. And they're like, nah, it's dirty. Can't do it. He's like, all right. We can send it to this special company that that puts it in like a chemical bath and vibrates it or whatever and gets all the dirt out. Yeah. So then we can test it. And they're like, 
no, no, we can't do that. That might damage it. And he's like, we ain't touching it. So how can it damage it? And he, they said, uh, one of the things he said is they said they, it would damage it for any future testing. And he's like, well, why would you have to test it in the future? Right. So like, why can't we test it now? Shit. But he was on the so <laughs> they tried to they tried to set him up. Some people broke in his house, tried to break in his house. This is why you don't test this man. Some he said there was people at the front door and at the back door. Oh shit. At, at like three in the morning. He thought it was a cop. So he wakes up. He like fell asleep on a in a chair or something. He wakes up like, oh, I guess it's the cops. Like he's like, wait, what the cops gonna be doing here at three in the morning? Yeah. So he gets his piece and fucking okay corrals that shit. <laughs> oh shit. What? Like, oh yeah, I gotta go listen. Alone. I gotta go listen. That story yeah. alone, I'm like, so this nigga was in his kitchen sleep, woke up and was like, something's off. Five niggas in his house now, and he's like, mm, this ain't oh. right. Let's get it popping. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about to go listen to that shit, man. Yeah. So yeah. Then, and then he found a blood trail. He so he hit somebody, but they never. The you know he called the cops, of course. Yeah. They come out, they find a trail of blood, but nothing was ever reported at any local hospitals. No uh, gunshot wounds. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he do his own. So, Time to get the hands dirty. (laughs) It was that episode. I think that was episode five or six. It's one of the last ones when they start interviewing Joe Brown. And I was sitting there like, what the (laughs) fuck? He was on, he was on, he was like, no one, they never, the bullet was like the last at the end of everything. Okay. Was when they were like, oh, let's try and figure that out. And he was like, figured out from the beginning. He was like, I know my guns. I know, I know my gun shit pretty well. Yeah. And so he was like, (laughs) it didn't make no sense. It wasn't that. And he's like, one plus one ain't equal to two here. Yeah. And I guess they were like testing it and they're like, the rifle's different. Mm. So they're like, the gun that James Earl Ray that they said, oh, this is the one he used because it got his fingerprints on it. They're like, rifling didn't match yeah the twist the The, twist pattern yeah it was it was the one that was fired was like i forget how it said like 114 which is or 111 which means it does a one twist every like 11 rotation 11 inches or whatever however it goes but the the gun that james ray had Mm -hmm. was like one twist every 10 and a half inches. So the rifling didn't even match. Okay. And then they tried to plant some coke in his, he's on the bench, like, you know, in court, cops call him like, hey, we caught somebody trying to break in your car. And then they call him back like, oh, they said it was the wrong car. And he's like, but that don't make any sense because my nameplate is on my parking spot. So how, you know, how they get the wrong car. Right. Like, And the cops like, apparently they were trying to plant two kilos of cocaine in your car. Fuck out of here. So that didn't work. So then, then the board that oversees whatever, you know, he's like, look, all this shit don't match up. So we need to give this man another trial. And they were like, yeah, I think we're going to take you off the case and just took him off the case. No. At the end, they just end up removing him off the case. James Earl Ray should have been released jail. Shouldn't have spent that time in jail that he spent. Damn. If you add up all the evidence, this man clearly had absolutely nothing to do with it. No, nothing, nothing. Damn. But he died. Died before, like, they ever got a chance. Yeah. Because I guess they said at first the family was like, they still, like, oh, he's. Yeah. But then, like, after, like, you know, some of these uh, prosecutors kept, like, hey, you got it. Y'all got to look like, I understand, guy, but I don't. Damn. That motherfucker's innocent. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. When you add up all the evidence and all the witness statements, and it's like it's too much shady stuff going around. Like mm. if he did it, like why are y'all fighting hard? Right. Like wouldn't y'all be trying to prove like okay yeah he did it. Oh we we know for sure he did. It. Okay yeah test the gun his fingerprint. And it's like what he had no motive. Damn. Oh. And so then after Judge Joe Brown gets kicked off, they bring in another guy who's just like nah kill that we we ain't doing it. He's guilty. Leave him alone. Damn. And just deaded the shit. Wow. And well, all right. We won't spend too much time on it because definitely don't want to ruin the podcast for everybody. Um, shout out to whoever's doing that. Who do you guys know who whose podcast it is? I know you said no, it's, it's radio. Like I said, I know it's iHeart. So but iHeartRadio, check out MLK tape and shout out to the person that did it. Forgive us for not knowing your name. They're looking it up now. And well, uh, my shit's on airplane mode, so I can't look. I was waiting on that. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane mode shuts everything down. <laughs> Bet you wish you had a button now. <laughs> Robotic ass motherfucker. I was clicking it and it's like, <laughs> no, cannot, cannot show anything. I'm like, what the? F- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> what yeah, you got? It doesn't say who did it. The host. Yeah, who's the host? He, says, who's in there right he says his name at the in the very first episode. Is it a black guy? White guy? That's a white guy. I think it's a white guy. White guy. Oh, you know he got some inside tinfoil information. I'm surprised he's still alive, actually. But it is it is one of the most interesting podcasts I've listened to. Yeah, I'm gonna go check that shit out. That that sounds amazing. It I is. mean, even with all with everything that we've told you, there's so like Someone. you know, oh yeah, so it much sounds like it. And recordings, you know, eyewitness testification test. Testimony. Testimonies. Yeah. About the testifications. Test- <laughs> yeah, those two people. <laughs> there was a, a lot of testifications going on. Lots of testifications in this podcast. <laughs> but it's a, it's it's interesting. That's why I had to text y'all like, y'all need to check this shit out. Yeah. This is wild. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna check it out. It just it goes to also show you how far that the government or just powerful people in general are willing to go kill, discredit, or to try and ruin yeah. because it doesn't know you no longer fit their plan. You no longer fit for their narrative. Yeah. Or you're opposing something that they're trying to do. And it's just it's still it still goes on today. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Deshaun Watson is a perfect case. Well, not the perfect case, but he's one of them to where it's like clearly they're just trying to ruin this man's name and everything that he's worked for at this point. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's a so if you don't no, Deshaun Watson's an NFL quarterback. He was for the Houston Texans, technically still is. Mm. Asked for a trade. Yeah. After he asked for a trade, all of a sudden, now these rape allegations start coming out. Oh, yeah, they do that shit. And at first, it was yeah. just a few women. So it's like, yeah. okay, he probably did that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like 40, 50 something women now, and all of a sudden, he's done to. Yeah, they discredit you to lower your shit. And yeah, so yeah. now it's like, no one wants to touch him. Yeah. He's out of a job. Yeah. Can't work. <laughs> no one's going to want to hire him at this point because he's in. They don't know what's going to happen with his yeah. legal troubles. And then they're going to take him back. And they're just kicking. No, they're not going to take him back. Oh, guarantee. They're doing the same thing they did to Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, just yeah, going yeah. to blackball yeah. you and continue to smear your name yeah. as much as they can at every turn. Yeah. That, that, I yeah. mean, they did the same shit with uh, your boy that hit old girl on the elevator. You know, they had had they said they had the tapes for uh, the recording on that for like months. For months. And then it was, I think it was time for his trade. And they're like, oh, yeah, this nigga hits women on elevators. Look at him knocking his wife out. But I mean, we've heard the, of the NFL and shit doing that. Like, um, there's a if you go back and listen to Dr. Claude Anderson on the, uh, on the Breakfast Club, he talks about how um, black people don't produce shit but sweat. And he talks about how there's a committee of 300 of some of the most powerful people that's getting together and they're trying to decide on what to do. And it starts off with a food famine, then it starts off with a water famine to thin the herd, and then they're gonna get rid of people that don't produce. And he's like. 
black people don't produce shit but sweat. We dance, we play ball, we do all this bullshit, but we don't produce shit. So as we stop becoming producers, there's no need for it. You know what I'm saying? There's no need for a football player who don't want to play for your team. You know, there's no need for a football player who's going to cause too much controversy. But the funny thing about that, not to even make it a black and white thing, which for the most part it is, um, look at what they did to Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow caused a media stir. All, all that man was doing was praying. And they was like, oh, no, he's too much of a media stir. He's too much uh, of, you know, in the spotlight. We got to get rid of him. Guess what? This motherfucker can't play ball. Right. And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. People are like, no, you're right. He can't. Look at what he did in his first year. Oh, you mean he came in and won seven straight games? Oh, you mean he came in and took his team to the second round of the playoffs? You mean he had a high quarterback rating of like 140 or some shit like that? But he can't play ball. Yeah, one good season. That was the only season he had. Remember, he came in as a rookie. He came in as a rookie. His second year in the league. I'm sorry, not even as a rookie. That was his second year in the league. The first year he set. Second year he came in and literally won straight. It's all facts. We got the set. Won seven straight games with a team that was 0-4. That, that's, I mean, that's. Just, I'm not refuting anything the man did. Yeah. yeah. You can't, they didn't blackball him. He can't play, can't play football. They blackballed the shit out of him. They blackballed Kaepernick. They blackballed the fuck out of Kaepernick. They blackballed the fuck out of... Um, they tried to do it to Michael Vick? Yeah, they definitely tried to do it to Vick. You, they, they tried to do it to Vick. They used him and was like, we're going to make an example out of him. Mm-hmm. And Vick gonna- was the only exception because Vick was just that damn good. Vick was just that fucking good. Like never the same. His trajectory before was like, this man was going to be... He was going to transcend everything else in the NFL. Yeah. Can't have yeah. that. Oh, his cousin messed up, but it's his house. house. Technically, yeah. we're going to blame it all on him. Yeah. And he's going to be the one to serve the time. Yeah. So he's the one who's got to go do all this BS community stuff. So yeah. now we now we know that people love their pets so much. Yeah. They're going to disown him. They're not going to watch him. They're not going to buy nothing from him. All of those things are going to happen because of him. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's missing out on endorsement oh, money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, I mean, it's something we got to look into. Like, you know, when does, when does a conspiracy, you know, become true? You know, that's what we got to start looking at because there's a lot of things now that we thought couldn't happen and they can, you know, elections being faulty, you know, people being set up for shit, government covering up shit, you know, like the government covered up, even though it was back in the day and it was easy to do it. They covered up a mass murder of an entire town, an entire fucking town. Because, you know, well, there, what I'm were, saying, go, there were several of those. Rosewood. Rosewood was the other one, yes. Winner gets the right to history. Huh? Yeah. Winner gets the right to history. Whoever got the biggest pocketbook. That's a fact. You know, but it's like now, you know, when you're like, they're publicly doing it. That's the disgusting thing about it. They publicly annihilated Kaepernick's character. Mm -hmm. You know, they publicly annihilated um, Vic's character, you know, and so forth and so forth and so forth and so forth. You know, they tried to they tried to do that with Dr. King by coming out with the stuff saying, oh, he's gay because they figured everybody homophobia was was way more enhanced than your uh than your loyalty so it's like oh he was gay and you're like wait, they wait. also said he was a he was a womanizer yeah. he cheated on loretta okay yeah. all and, kinds of shit and, and yeah. I, right. look my thing is if it's true and did he deserve to die that's like why are we mm-hmm. i hate when when they when they did the same shit when floyd got killed mm-hmm. oh but look at his rap sheet what does his rap sheet got to do with him dying yeah the way right. he died so he deserved to die because he made bad decisions in life yeah i mean yeah. every single Every single one of us breaks the law on a daily basis. Yeah. Whether you whether you get caught or not, we all do. Yeah. Whether you're speeding, yeah. like there's so many stupid laws on the book. We all break the law. Yeah. And I, matter of fact, I just got in an argument with a guy yesterday over the same thing. Let me like, ask Facebook. Oh, in a yeah, <laughs> but it was in a, in a <laughs> <laughs> it was in a, it was in a group. 
like in a, 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 a private group private group okay okay right. like through messenger we okay. weren't it wasn't on facebook okay but uh it was you know he was like oh you mean because somebody said something about uh the protests in canada and oh oh yeah the how, protests yeah yeah and how democrats they always protest and i was like well it's, it's different to protest when somebody gets killed versus you not wanting to take a shot mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah you're talking about george floyd the career criminal i was like wow Bruh, he wasn't a career criminal he had right. broken the law sure i was like but so have you i'm sure so if you get killed tell your kids not to worry about you because you deserve it <laughs> right because you're a career criminal right and that that shit just pisses me off yeah every time anytime you know I'll conspiracy wait. conspiracy theory or not anytime a black person does something they're like well you see back in 94 he did this right so but yeah that was like the disgusting shit they tried to do do the the that's the shit that pissed me off uh the disgusting shit they tried to do with um trayvon them niggas actually dug his grave up and tested him for fucking drugs i was like get the fuck out of here like because they're like oh yeah we found marijuana in the system what the fuck does hope. that got to do with anything hope. you know all those people who smoke weed that go out and start fights yeah hope they want to ki- they want to kill the hope, they, kill hope. Yeah. they don't want you to believe they don't want him to be a martyr they yeah. don't need you they don't need no one looking at him as a good guy because they're like because they know if if niggas all put their shit aside and really came oh, together we'll fuck some shit up it's yeah. a fucking problem for yeah them it guys. is yeah 18 percent probably can't win a fucking election but we can fuck some shit up when <laughs> like flat the fuck out we can we can you, we can fuck some shit up how important we are is we get brought up in politics we do we really don't fuck with well, politics. Like, we, we get don't. brought up because we're still we're still 18%, which is a lot. Because we can swing. But look, at, yeah. but look at our culture. Black culture is everything everything around the world. You know what? Everyone. I think the reason why black culture is everything around the world is because it's easily adapted. And I, I would love to do it. Our culture is very, very, very adaptable. And I think also because we're the largest consumers of people, the people go, hey, if we want people to buy our shit, then we have to pander to the black people. Well, there's also like this might sound racist i don't mean it in a racist way mm. but black culture is cool white people were all, for a long period of time were always like stuffy you know well yeah but well, let's do but, but, and black people are just like hey it's whatever yeah but you know? think about think it's about cool. what you just said though think about what you did and this is what this is where i like debating uh black culture against other cultures because we don't realize how much black culture is other cultures right like think well, about no 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 hold on, hold on. think about no, i know you, i got you like think about the fashion industry right we don't make clothes cool we go get clothes that we think are cool and then we like yo this the shit right like fashion comes out in france and they come out with the craziest shit like i don't know if you've seen some of the fashion shows all the fashion that comes from those shows is the shit that we wear it's not like we're like over there being like no this is the shit that y'all should put on the runway we go to the runway and go oh this the shit you know we buy louis vuitton we don't tell louis vuitton what to put out we buy burberry and and fucking uh, uh michael kors and all that shit but they're not asking black people what should we put out they're putting the shit out and then we're just buying it and then people are like yo that looks dope on you so like and that's what i mean by our culture is easily adaptable is because if you bring something into the black culture and then we gravitate towards it now all of a sudden that shit is it's up in sales look at 
what Jay-Z did with fucking with uh, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades had always been an alcohol. He didn't make that. He didn't get with the designers to make that. No. He literally got away from Louis, from uh, from Crystal because he said they was racist. We all heard him. And then he went and got Ace of Spades. And then he went and sold Ace of Spades to the same motherfuckers that make um, Crystal. So, well, I mean, a lot of people don't realize also what is considered black culture is really like Southern country culture. Like mm. the way black people talk, yeah. like after oh, yeah. slavery ended, our whole history was erased. So we mimic what we saw around us. Right. That's why you'll hear, you know, for an, as an example, people say like, well, let me ask you a question instead of ask. Right. They say ask. Right. Where did that come? You're just as likely to hear somebody in the country say ask as any black person. Right. We just adapted to what we had around us. Right. And put our own little swag yeah, no, to it. Yeah. So, but, in yeah. reality, black culture is white culture. It's, it's really it's a lot stems of, from like poor culture. It does. It, it really, really does. I mean, everything we do. I mean, you know, we all remember when they came out with sagging pants, and they like, yo, that's jail culture. Yo, you're showing off your ass, you're advertising. And we like, man, they man. say that. They say that. But I really, I think that came more from like hand me downs, just like baggy clothes was more of a hand me down thing, like. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to go out and get new clothes, so you can wear your brother's pants. Yeah, but that, it wasn't popularized like it was until motherfuckers came back and was like, yo, this that hard shit. Just like motherfuckers in New York in New York would tell you, oh, we didn't have gangs until motherfuckers came out of jail and was like, oh, yeah, I'm a blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's that? Oh, nigga, you know what I'm saying? We all become bloods. Ain't nobody going to fuck with us. It's like, True. oh, that's, that's how you was OGing in there? Yeah, yeah. And then motherfuckers started becoming bloods and, and crips and shit in New York. They didn't have That was L.A. culture. All that gang shit was all yeah. L.A., you know? So a lot of shit that we have, we is from other influences and then we make it our and we find a way to swag it up or, you know what I'm saying, style it up, however you want to put it. But we got to start being producers, man. If, if we, have we have this always, much power, we got to start being producers. Been, I don't know who told you that we've always been producers, first off, and we still are. Well, if, we if we control the culture, we are the, we are the largest producer in the world. Yeah, I don't know we, who said that. That's yeah, but a, we, Dr. Claude Anderson said that. One Dr. of the richest. Dr. Claude Anderson, you a dumbass. Hey, oh, hey, 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 <laughs> oh, yo, yo, you got it. Yo, hey, yo. Get him on what? the show. Get him on the show. I wish he would come on the show and whoop your ass. Uh, let's get it. Bullshit. How, 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 dare, how dare you? What how, the fuck? What do we produce? How are we not? How much? No, don't how say how. Have nigga, we, ask how the question. Have what we do we invented? produce? What, how much shit have we invented? Have we invented through all of the time? We have invented all of the time. a lot of shit. MLK But guess producer. what? We invented peanuts. Guess who runs the peanut gang? It ain't a motherfucking black man. Well, okay. We Jiffy's didn't not a peanuts. nigga. What did Jay-Z do with Ace of Spades? He sold the shit. We created peanuts. It was never his to sell. He bought it. We didn't create it. peanuts, we didn't motherfucker. Create peanuts grow. Peanuts do grow. We yeah, Mother Earth created peanuts. peanuts. Peanut butter or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. now the peanut the peanut butter industry is ran by what? It ain't a black man. Cool. But how are we? Yeah, but that's not but cool, also, nigga. How do we invent it and then we don't have it no more? Because we, it we, came we it came control. at a time when black people couldn't own shit. So it's shit. fair to say we can't control. We don't control it. It's fair to say that. But to okay. say that we're not producers is wrong. We're not. But produ- what never, are we producing they right have now? It if it wasn't for us, what are we producing right now? Other than music and everybody on fucking YouTube's a goddamn producer. So don't give me that shit. <laughs> everybody on fucking YouTube. Sound SoundCloud. <laughs> it's so many goddamn producers, my head spins. 
Like, fuck, if your name ain't fucking Timberland or goddamn uh, uh, Pharrell, Dr. Dre, like, just just calm down. But what the fuck? What are we producing? Give me a product that we produce right now on a massive scale. Why does it have to be a product? So, or we're just sticking. Because that's, what do you mean? What the fuck does it going to be? We produce the culture. We produce the, we produce Who the controls the culture? Levels. We do. No, the fuck we don't. Yeah, we do. Who puts our music out? White people. Who consumes the music? Who, Who pays us hey. for the music? Who goes to these shows? How about we save this for another well, podcast? Say, what is, okay, we can discuss right, this. Right. Yeah, another podcast. Yeah, All yeah. Right. All right, bet. <laughs> I want. I want to know me, what we're oh, producing. I'm with it. I got bet. you. All right, I, next I, podcast. I, not next podcast. I, Black people producers or not? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. That's what, yeah. Bet. Oh, and you better not come with some oh. shit that we just invented and now we don't have no more. Because even Madam C.J. Walker shit is sold by Safari. So. It's a fact, nigga. I'm gonna save it. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. We gotta stop. And and and, and my other thing to that. We'll leave off on is if we produce it, we gotta stop selling that shit. We gotta stop selling it because all we doing is selling it to the white motherfuckers and they running with that shit like a runaway goddamn freight train. Facts. So, all right. All right, good people. All right, people. We out of here. Stay tuned for the next one. All right. Love y'all, family. Peace. Peace.